everybody. It's Pam at the Paper Outpost. And Sunny, Sunny and I are coming to you from our craft room today. And we have been um, going through our scraps. Yes, yes, we have. And we have come to the conclusion that we have more scraps than we will ever be able to scrap with because um, I like to mass make things. And when I mass make things, I make a lot of scraps. And I have made many things from my scraps feeling very good about it, feeling very positive. But even with all that positivity and goodness, I have this overabundance of scraps. So if you have not heard, I am having a scrappy giveaway contest. That's right. And um, this is the way it works. It's just going to be for maybe one or two more uh, rounds of this. But let us let me explain what's going on in case you have not heard. So what I did was I decided to have a scrappy giveaway contest during Friday's craft chat on my YouTube station. So the way it works is so far there have been five winners already. So congratulations to everybody who has um, won a scrappy collection. And um, so those have all been shipped out already. Congratulations to all of you. And um, I think I'm waiting to hear from one more person. I had four and one. So yes, I've, I've mailed four. And I have one waiting to hear from one person. Um, and what I've decided to do so that I know how many uh, scrappy collections I have left, I'm going to give, everybody has six days from the time of the um, and winner announcement selection on the uh, next craft chat. You have six days to notify me. And all you do is if you win, you just um, email me at pam at the paper outpost.com. Uh, your name and that you won and I can verify that it's actually you and your address and uh, give me the address you would like me to mail your scrappy prize to so there you go um, you know as crafters we always see possibilities in the littlest of things and uh, I'm hoping these little scrappy collections give you um, a great sense of discovery and wonder and uh, um, it's literally a bunch of scraps but they're I don't know I think they're pretty cool scraps so I hope you have some fun with them. Some are regular scraps, regular run-of-the-mill scraps, and some are kind of cool and snazzy scraps. So there you go. Um, okay, so, uh, yes. Um, I was going along and I was I was making some, I would say, mid-sized ones. I, I guess I would call them mid-sized piles of scraps for the winners. Uh, but I realized it was going to take me forever and a day to get through all my scraps doing this. And I had, let's just say, several bags of scraps we needed to go through very large bags and um so i decided to do bigger boxes so um i think i mailed one out because it went to a foreign country and because of postage i wasn't able to put as much in it it was my first one i was just getting used to this whole process um, but it did go out and it'll, it'll take a long time to get there to this um foreign land but it will get there hopefully and um but the other ones they all went to the u.s so i decided i'm going to put them in a box and um, I decided to put them in priority mail, uh, medium flat rate boxes. So it's a fair amount of scraps is what I'm trying to say. If you can kind of know what that box looks like, it's a big one. And um, so right now, as I sit here and this Friday will be another drawing, but I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So I will either divide it up into two drawings like one this week and then one the following week or I might do all seven at once I'm not sure we'll just see how the the Friday uh, scrap chat <laughs> I'm calling it scrap chat now scrap chat goes but then I will have officially been cleared out of all my excess scraps and um, we will go and carry on from there so I thought this would be a fun way uh, to celebrate celebrate with you guys 
and also, um, uh, you know, put these uh, scraps in good hands of people who uh, I just know um, understand the value of scraps. So bringing everybody up to date on the scrappy contest. So this Friday, um, which will be officially the date. Get it for you in case I don't know when somebody might listen to this. So this Friday is uh, Friday, July 15th, 2022. And there will be another scrappy contest set of giveaway uh, winners announced. And I used the YouTube random comment picker. And all you need to do to enter is to um, uh, place a comment in the Friday craft chat video the previous week. So you would look at the video, let's say if you wanted to be drawn for the 15th, you just post a comment July 8th, 2022 in the craft chat video for July 8th on my YouTube channel. So that's how that works. Hopefully lots of fun, lots of play and uh, moving things out to the universe so more folks can have fun. Okay, there we go. So yeah, I mean, let's talk about that. Let's talk about an accumulation of stuff and it's all good stuff. I mean... What if we, if you're of the mindset, and I know I'm of the mindset, I like to see possibilities in everything, and this can lead to an accumulation of massive amounts of stuff, right, Sunny? Oh, yes, mommy. <laughs> yes, it's true. And um, sometimes you have to make those decisions, those forks in the road that say, hey, you know, how much am I going to hold on to, even though I see possibility in it? And how much am I going to let go? And when am I going to let it go? And when am I going to organize it so I can separate the difference? And let's face it, this goes for clothes, kitchenware, um, uh, towels, okay, towels, um, and bedding. I mean, everything, everything. You know, we tend to, um, over time, over the years, we tend to accumulate, accumulate a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And, oh, it's just, you know, one little extra, you know, kitchen gadget or one little extra... Uh, you know, bowl for the kitchen. Just got to have that bowl. It's just perfect. It's exactly what I would need for that moment, that instance in time when I might need that bowl, you know? And uh, next thing you know, you've got these cupboards full of stuff that probably uh, you've forgotten about, you don't use, and it just takes up your space. And it actually literally makes your space smaller because the walls close in as we add more things to our living environment. And we get this, the the creep, you know, it creeps in from the sides. Like I, for example, my craft room is actually a lot bigger it's a dining room I just stole it <laughs> from my house and um, um, it's actually smaller because I have drawers and cupboards all the way around as if like they've uh, all pushed against the walls on all the sides and this is a bit of a strange room because there's a bay window so I officially have not only three main walls but the fourth wall which would be a wall has you know, the way a bay window goes or it's it's outset a little bit. So there's actually one, two, three walls on that side if you count the turns in the wall. And so one, two, three, four, five, six, so like six walls. And the walls are still closing in. Okay, they're not totally closing in. I can, I can get up and do a jig in the middle of the floor and, and Sunny can too. So that's okay. But um, it has to be managed and somebody's got to manage it. And guess who that person is? It's me. <laughs> I mean, there's nobody else other than me that is going to manage this. So, um, be trying to become very diligent and conscientious of when, when we bring things into the space, does it merit being there? Am I truly going to use it? And, or if I'm really in love with this new thingamabob that I have just acquired, is it time to let something else go? 
and rationalize that, okay, one in, one out, one in, one out, or a clump in, a clump out. And um, I find that um, that kind of keeps the flow down. And every once in a while, and it's it's more often than not, there there requires a what I call the horizontal clean, where you've got to go clean all the tops of the desks and the drawers and things like that, just so you have a place to function, because those are the places that get filled up the fastest. I mean, oh, where should I put this? Oh, let me just plop it right there. And once it's there, it grows roots. Let me tell you, it grows roots down to the ground and it spreads its leaves up to the, the sky and it has just taken hold of that corner of your room and all of a sudden you don't have it anymore. But then you have the danger of what I call the second horizontal space because if that thing has a flat surface on top, let's say it's a box and you put it down because something came in the mail and you put it down on a desk or something, all of a sudden the top of that becomes another horizontal surface. So you can guess and imagine what happens next. Something else comes along and it gets plopped on on top of that. And then you've got what I call the tower of terror growing in your craft area where things start to get piled on top of each other. And sometimes you want something that's kind of midway or close to the bottom, but you actually look at it and you think, no, it's not worth the topple over. It's not worth trying to, it's like pulling the the tablecloth out from under the salt shakers and everything. If I just yank it out fast, maybe I'll get lucky. And maybe you have tried that in the past, maybe with success and maybe not. And I have lived in both of those camps for sure. And so what happens is I end up bypassing it. I'll say, well, yeah, I've got some of that already down there in the, in the tower, but I think I'll just go make another one because it's faster for me just to pull a piece of paper out and make something out of it than it is to actually deconstruct my tower. And then I realized the curse of my tower. While it does take stuff off the floor and it keeps things somewhat organized, there's also that impending sense of doom because the tower is getting closer and closer to the ceiling. And we all know um, what goes up must come down. And it usually does at some point. Sometimes it's in the middle of the night and we hear a big thud or a a swoosh mush where it kind of slowly falls over and everything just slides off the top piece by piece. Um, especially if it's a pile of papers or something like that. Oh, God forbid. And um, so then, you know, I come along and, and um, lo, lo and behold, a tower has fallen over and it's time to clear, clean up the tower. And so I'm faced at that very moment in time with, am I going to just recreate the tower just to save time? Or, am, or and am, am I really saving time? Because really, if I can't get to the things that I want, am I just making my entire experience take longer because then I either have to create something from new or go, go look for the source elsewhere, which might be in the garage or, or in another room or something like that. And now the tower is defeating its own purpose. What used to be a nice collection of, uh, of quick little pull-me-outs becomes this, you know, for, foreboding um, uh, monolith of uh, catastrophic consequence. And so there is, therein lies the quandary. Now, here's the other one. Let's say you have a box that you have put on your horizontal surface, also known as a desk or a table or a cabinet or something, and it's open top. And you have personally designated that box to be the collection place for X. For example, I keep my completed embellishments all in one box. Okay, the idea was that would be fine, and then I would use them up. And what's happening is it's bursting at the top again. It's like really bursting. I mean, it's like the box is maybe a foot tall and the burst above is a foot tall. So uh, one sneeze in that general direction 
and it would be a craft avalanche right before your eyes and they would actually fall right on sunny that would not be very nice no you wouldn't like that sunny sunny has three little um what i want to call beds or camp spots or resting spots in here and one is right below the potential craft avalanche so we need to move that sunburn yes we don't want you to get no, nothing's heavy it's all paper and light stuff but still you know it could poke an eye out for gosh sakes another classic thing oh and what you've thwarted yourself from when you have the mushroom top explosion in the open top box is you can't come along and load another box on top of it because either you're going to crush all your goodies or the top uh the box on top is going to slide off because it's unstable yes i i have been there i've been in that situation i've tried it i've done it i've squashed my embellishments and i've also had the top box fall off and dump its its uh contents all over the floor been there been there okay so now I have another one called, actually there's two boxes. One is full of postage stamps and the other one is full of um, stickers. And I access those frequently. I like to have it open so that I can come and go quickly, just grab some and pick, make my selections and move along. And I don't want to put anything on top of that because I'm in and out of there so frequently. So I'm pretty good about not putting anything on top of those. Um, and I'm okay with those living there. Honestly, I would say that would be the functionality I would desire. Um, as long as I have enough other clean desktop space where I can do my cutting and my creating. Um, so I'm okay with living, giving up a section of some flat, top-spaced, horizontal areas where those live. That's okay. They're in the size of a shoebox, each of those. And um, so they probably take a foot by six inches each, something like that. And there's two of them. And there's some stuff tucked even behind those, but we won't talk about that now. And um, then I have some caged baskets. They look like cages, like something you would, I don't know, collect eggs in or maybe chickens. I don't know. But uh, they're, they, they're like metal cagey looking things, but they're bins or baskets, um, farm style look. And uh, uh, one is full of ephemera, all really interesting bits and bobs of ephemera that I've been collecting. And I, I kid you not, I just realized that. I have one box there, and I look over. Uh, my, my ostrich neck cranes around the other way, and I look over there. I have another one over yonder against the bay window. I didn't know I had two operating ephemera boxes in here. I thought I only had one. I have completely hornswaggled myself into thinking I only had one, but apparently I have two. And that means that... Um, Hey, I need to put more goodies inside my junk journals. That's what that says to me. There you go. There you go. Um, I probably need to go through both of those as well to coordinate um, like with like, organize, uh, and find out exactly what is in there. Because right now I just look at two big boxes full of really cool old stuff, and I don't know what's in there. Yeah, problem. Okay, well, we'll deal with that another day. And then I have another one of those weird caged metal basket boxes. And it is full of what I, um, I've been trying to reutilize everything and give it a good purpose and maybe somebody else will find a good purpose for it. So I do a lot of book gutting where I take the covers off of books and I use the innards of the book. And sometimes I use the covers to make junk journals or writing boards or um, storage caddies, all sorts of fun things you can do with uh, book covers. But sometimes when you do gut a lot of books, you just get too many, and it's time to release them to the universe. And it's certainly something I wouldn't want to throw away. I think they have amazing purposes and possibilities. So I like to use those as structural reinforcements in my mailers, my uh, flat priority mail envelopes. Um, they lend some stiffness to 
uh, the packaging, which I think helps protect the product inside. Plus, it also gives the recipient um, an opportunity to maybe play with something they haven't played with, or maybe just, you know, hey, here's a book cover or half a book cover, or here's a the, the sleeve, the outer um, uh, paper wrapping of a book. Hey, how, how cool is that? And they may be off and running and have some possibilities with that. So I hope that kind of explains, if you were wondering, maybe some folks were wondering what those were when they order things. Why did she stick that in here? Did she forget to put it in the inside package? No, I'm actually using it as a structural reinforcement to protect the, the goodies inside. That's what I'm doing. And Hoping they'll find a good home. Okay, I have to admit, there is a Tower of Terror on my floor. It's a pile of 99% gutted books and some ungutted books at the very bottom. Boy, that that doesn't bode well for me because if I wanted to get one of those ungutted books, this pile is like five, four feet tall and I would have to do the tablecloth maneuver, pulling it out fast from down, down in the nether regions there and hoping that the whole pile doesn't go over. Not the best location. Nope, got to move those definitely. And uh, let's see, what else? The rest of the floor space here is pretty clear. I try and keep it clear. Um, I've learned it's not worth it to fall over your own craft supplies because you may have a near-death experience beyond or a be way before you're destined to go. And I don't want to see anybody go due to slippage on craft material. So cleep, cleep your floor spaces clean. <laughs> okay, yep, cleep them clean. And, um, you know, also if you have pets, you might have pet toys or, or, you know, you might have a little squeaky lamb or something like that. Just be mindful that the floor space is clear for you because there's a lot of, um, what I would say, jumping up and darting to get something. Maybe you've experienced something like that where we have this impulse, it hits us and we want to uh, bolt across the room and grab a little piece of something or roll across the room, you know, God forbid there's a puppy under you. Um, or, uh, you know, you always have to make sure the floor is clear. So give yourself the gift of clean floors and, uh, or at least a clear walkway, you know, so you can kind of have an idea because often when we're excited, we have a skip in our step and sometimes we, we lose our footing. So we, we don't want that to happen. Um, I don't know, Sonny, what do you think? It's, it's much better with a clean floor, mom. Okay. All right. Thank you. Um, so yeah, right now he has a big, comfy, cushy bed, traditional bed. Then he has one of those cave beds, you know, it has a little roof on it, so he can go snuggle in there. And then he has just like a flat mat, which is super cushy, and he likes that one. That He's just getting up off that one. Now he's going to stretch, and he's going to waddle over to the comfy, cushy bed. There he goes, and he's down now with Mr. Piggy. Yeah, there you go. All right, and he's out. <laughs> okay, so... Um, Yes, navigating stuff. And it just, I don't know, got me thinking about it. Um, what a crafter deals with uh, when they love to craft. And the more you love to craft, the more scraps you make. I mean, maybe that's a good barometer. Or maybe you're super ingenious and you have mastered, mastered the art of using up your scraps at the end of your work, which I think is the ultimate answer to everything if I could just stick to it. Um, I can give myself grand excuses. I don't have the time. I don't have the patience. I can't think of something to make out of this right now. Um, but I know deep down I probably could, and I probably could give myself one minute to create, you know, five clusters or, um, a couple of bookmarks or, uh, you know, just cut out some journal cards out of something. Or maybe you have one of those books that is dedicated to gluing your scraps down in. So let's say you've done a, a novel and everybody and your sister Sally have all read it and nobody wants it anymore. You're just gonna turn page by page and each page you're just gonna glue your scraps on and you're just making these beautiful backgrounds 
for future journal cards and journal tags and pockets and tucks and all sorts of things um, for some future day. And that would be so cool. And uh, I know this. I've started it. And then I forget about it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't. I have one of those books around here. I don't know where it is. I honestly don't. I think it's in my steamer trunk here, which is my last bastion of scraps. But hey, a girl's got to have some scraps, right? Um, got to have something to play with, too. <laughs> okay. And uh, um, so we'll see. We'll see. It's actually pretty bursting at the seams, though. But I just wanted to give you a quick update on what it's like managing stuff at this end. And I would love to hear your stories of what it's like managing stuff at your end. Have you come in um, with, that, with any really good ideas? I mean, like the good ideas that really help and not ones that just like we would like to think would help. But, you know, the ones that really do help. You know what I mean? And maybe it's a backhoe. You know what I mean? Maybe it's time to bring the backhoe in and just excavate for a while. And just clean and then breathe and relax and sigh. And then we start again. Yes, we start again. <laughs> Crafting, accumulating, cutting, snipping, trimming, making our little scrap piles and off we go. Life is fabulous, isn't it? Um, I hope you're having a lot of fun out there cra crafting away, playing with your papers, finding the peace in your papers, getting lost in your papers and going to lands unknown. Have an awesome day. If you have not signed up for my free monthly email newsletter, you might want to do that because you get a free digital image emailed to you every month, a note from the bookmaker, which explains what a junk journal is and how to use it, a checklist of supplies, and a list of page ideas in case you run out of page ideas. And I've got some matching videos for those as well. So you, if you need to see them in action, I show you in four different ways. You can take each idea and um, uh, use it in your junk journals. And also, um, all my links are located in the uh, drop-down description box of my videos. And you can, um, uh, I have podcasts. They, you, you know, well, you must know, you're listening. <laughs> they come out Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's all no, new audio material. And then I have video podcasts that are going up on the other days of the week uh, for your viewing pleasure. And uh, you can watch those on Spotify. And also, um what else? I have an Etsy shop where I sell uh, vintage digi kits. They're collections of printable, downloadable images. Basically, they're computer files that you purchase. They're themed collections of five pages, all related to one theme. For example, birds or Victorian or, um, um, you know, Paris or celestial. I mean, there's about over 160 different themes right now and uh, butterflies and dragonflies and all sorts of wonderful ones. Uh, so if you want a, uh, a little bit of a um, uh, running head start to get you going on your junk journals, that's a fun way to get started. You can print them out on your own com home computer or you can, uh, um, if you don't have a printer at home, you can sign up for my uh, print and mail option. I'm not going to call it a service anymore because I think People have assumed my service is something that you get charged for monthly, and that's not the case. It's a one-time fee, and that uh, pays for 10 digi-kits printed, which equals 50 pages printed. And all I need from you is to purchase the print and mail option, and then um, send me your list of 10 digi-kits that you would like printed out. And I print them on a lightweight cardstock, and I send those free priority shipping to you for the one flat fee. And um, I also... Uh, oh, you do not need to buy the individual DigiKits. Uh, only just send me your list either to the email address or to, you can message me through Etsy as well with your list. And um, also, if you are interested in buying um, my um, 
The, oh, I have a fundle. If you don't know what a fundle is, it's a collection of old papers, interesting papers like antique ledger, um, old checks, old receipts, old postcards, old music papers, um, um, old dictionary pages, foreign language pages, nature pages, science pages, all sorts of very interesting pages and hand-dyed papers, 100 pieces plus, lots more categories than I can even listen. Listen. <laughs> I can list. <laughs> you're, you're thinking, yeah, listen, we've listened to this a thousand times. You can stop telling us. Um, but if you haven't, because there are a lot of new people here, I just want to make sure everybody has all the information. And you're always welcome to email me with any questions. But basically, um, uh, yes, I, I'm just... That's pretty much that uh, the fundle. Those are fundles, and then I have the print and mail, and then occasionally I have journals and b uh, bundles of journals when they're ready available in my Etsy shop. I also have a Amazon shop, which is a, a place where you can search for uh, items that you see me use, like favorite tools and supplies, in my videos. I try and put links to those in my Amazon shop. That's an affiliate link. I also have a merchandise shop. If you like the phrase "create with, with, with reckless abandon" and you would like that as a special gift for yourself or for a loved one. You can get it on a t-shirt or a sweatshirt or a zip hoodie or a tote or a mug. And the links are down below my videos for that. And I think that's everything. So come and check me out on Pinterest, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook. Come and join the Facebook group. We're having a lot of fun doing weekly, monthly challenges and seeing what you guys are making from these videos. Um, I hope you're all having fun out there. Happy crafting. Remember that fun can be simple. Create with reckless abandon, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye.